Hello, and welcome to episode 322 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page, one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Anthony Stokes, comics creator and writer of Tap or Die on Kickstarter now. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. Anthony, we are super excited to, to have you back um, and, and catch up with you. Uh, for anybody who hasn't heard your previous um, you know, interviews on this podcast, can you start us off with um, a quick bio about yourself and then an elevator pitch for this awesome book on Kickstarter? Absolutely. So I've just been making comics for a couple of years. I have my uh, first two series, Decay and Choose Your Thoughts. You know, um, this was my was my seventh comic book. So uh, so very exciting. No, the elevator pitch is I, this is my first. This is my first podcast, so this is going to be good practice. Um, I'm, not, I'm never ready with the elevator pitch. After getting set up by the league commissioner, Domino gets revenge on him and the entire wrestling league by destroying everything in his way and possibly himself. Very cool. So uh, this is like a revenge slash wrestling comic. It's a revenge. Yeah, it's a revenge comic. I'm kind of like going over okay. some some uh some familiar territory for sure yeah because i was wondering about that switching from horror to wrestling i was like i was like i wonder what the what the crossover will be there and intrusive thoughts feels much more like a like a tonal book i guess uh like the, that's sort of the focus of that book but it sort of has horror elements so that fits with like decay but yeah that's cool i was that that was gonna be my first question was what would what, what, what's it been like switching genres um in comics wise it's been it's been cool man i mean anytime you can anytime you can switch and and flex your muscles you know having my first two comic books been horror series essentially um it was really nice to do something that was lighter you know you can you could have more action and, and kind of like explore explore what you can do with the medium a little bit more which is nice yeah that is awesome yeah so are you a fan of Oh, sorry, go ahead. I think maybe you're at, we might have been asking the same question. Are you uh, like a, a wrestling fan? Like, uh, you know, every week you, you sit down and, and watch the, the shows? And if so, what's your what's your favorite league? My, I'm, I, I, am a, I am a fan of wrestling. I don't watch every week, um, but I really love like the idea of wrestling. Like I love sports. You know, I love football is my my number one sport and i like basketball i watch like tennis or golf when it's on and um what's interesting is so recently in the nba for basketball um there were a lot of like matches that would have been great on paper a lot of historic rematches like the celtics and the lakers would have have you know had a historic rivalry and they're both in the playoffs and they, and they they didn't get to play each other they got knocked out um so with wrestling that doesn't happen because it's it's very narrative based and I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it interesting is that you're you're coming up with the most you're coming up with the most interesting scenario. And then you can just kind of take that precedent and just and just really take it up a notch for uh, a, a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there certainly yeah. is a lot of crossover um, in comics fandom and wrestling fandom. But um, Noah, um you had a question. I want to make sure we don't uh, skip over your question. Yeah, because uh, that's, I guess the what I find interesting with like, and I've only read like the only other like pro wrestling comic I've read is do a power bomb, which has mm-hmm. has like a 
has a creative way of getting around the idea of it being like, you know, it's, it's where sports and storytelling meet up. Right. You know, and you have like, you have to like the story is just as important as like the sport, but also like the performance can go wrong. So there has to be like that element uh, added onto it. So there's always a suspense that like something like a trick or a stunt will go wrong. And that's sort of why the audience is also watching. So it's a lot like a sport in that way too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just curious, like, how do you, like is that sort of baked into the plot is sort of the idea that like these are performers, you know, or like are, are storytellers and like, you know, who simulate violence and then like, I guess like then like real violence plays into it. So I'm just curious, like how you, uh, like how you write that. I don't know if that's a clear question. So when this, I, but, I think like, yeah. so in this, in this um story, wrestling is, is real. You know, like it's what the the drama and all that stuff. There's no like acting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's like for me, it's like okay, what is the, what is the like, what would us wrestling, like, what's the season of wrestling or a wrestling event that I want to watch, and then that's what this is. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Oh, I like that a lot. That's like because that's the one thing I kind of. I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes I'm not, I don't, I'm not a wrestling fan, but I kind of wish people were more earnest about it when they're talking about it. Like they're like, it does have its diehard fans, but like there always sort of has to be like, kind of like with geek culture always has to be some like self-deprecation mm-hmm. with it. And there's not a lot of like earnest, like love and like desire to express just how freaking cool it is, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. So I like that you're just sort of going from like an earnest approach of just like, this is almost like your fan casting of a, a season of, for wrestling that's really cool yeah i mean it's like cynicism is like it's almost like it's really affected a lot of uh a lot of media nowadays and a lot of fiction and i, and I agree it is nice when something is just trying its best to work within the the confines of a of a genre you know we have so much meta contextual stuff it's like just make something that just works you know yeah yeah and I guess, is it, uh, do you find yourself, is it kind of a challenge to not retread this sort of the same ground you're telling a revenge story with decay? Or do you feel like it being set in a wrestling world versus a zombie, like a classic zombie world, like, you know, where, where like, you know, obviously like voodoo and, and zombies are real. Mm-hmm. Is it, is that enough of a distinction to sort of help the revenge story be told in a, in a new, unique, in a new fun and unique way for you? Yeah, it's almost like, I'm able to expand on a lot of the themes because decay was a five issue series and it was very, very much like, let's tell a, a very precise, you know, c- concise story is, you know, and Tapper dies almost like, wow, I can, this can go on for, you know, 10 issues, 50, you know, I, I, th- oh, there's wow. a, yeah. And, 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 um, that, that I think the, the benefit of going with something a little bit more, I'll say broad, you know, not not in a bad way is that, OK, this could be something that goes on, you know, as long as people want to keep reading it. So for me, it was that kind of freedom that what made me want to do the do the story again. I'm actually doing another revenge story. I'm, I'm, I probably never stopped doing, you know, like Tarantino loves you guys know I love Tarantino. Like, I think oh, most yeah. of his movies are like revenge movies. So it's like mm-hmm. you can always it's just the framework. It's just the the, the framework for whatever story you want to tell. Yeah. And it's like. um I was a big fan of the Northman last year, which is sort of like, you know, a straightforward revenge story in the style of Hamlet. And obviously like it's, it's, it wears its adaptation of Hamlet and it's like, you know, the, the original Norse story on its sleeve, but it's kind of, 
I feel like revenge stories, just like love stories and things like that, it, as formulaic as they can be, they're always worth telling, like and, and retelling, because it's always so. It's always sometimes more interesting to hear how someone's voice interprets that story, and what genre it's told in. You know, because um, yeah. I, I I love John Wick, like that, like that's sort of like you know straight up revenge story. But it was just so cool to see like the reason for the revenge is like his dog gets killed, and you know exploring that and like how they pull this off. Which I guess maybe is a little bit closer to like wrestling, right? Where it's like, you know, you're sort of in suspense to see how it's going to be pulled off more than anything. Well, yeah. And and I think what also what and I and I say that I I don't like I like when things are earnest. I don't like too much meta, you know, stuff. And it and it can work, certainly. But also there are somebody had a conversation with me and somebody said that like you, you a lot of times you you make a story because you feel like there's a gap in the in the market or, or what have you, whatever that is. And um, something that I, I really don't like is when um, I think Shonen manga does this a lot, like a character gets injured, like there's physical ramifications for a character, right? Like, oh, if you do this, you'll never walk again or you do this. And you know, the next issue arc or whatever, they're fine. And that's something I really like would want to take advantage of here is that like, and, and I guess this is, the, this is the subversiveness is that like, okay, this guy's body um, is going to take a lot of punishment and that's going to be a, a, a plot point um, for the, for the entire series. So I, I guess it is a part of it is me trying to like tell, like again, kind of tell the action stories that, that, that I want, you know, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's sort of the, um, that's sort of like the impetus behind um, Robert Kirkman's Invincible too. you know, really? like that series sort of born out of the idea of what if Spider-Man, it actually hurt him, you know, that kind of thing. He actually got injured or like the consequences didn't just get reset every art, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, or every writing change, like writing or artist change. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um. And then you can kind of tell like a cool action story on top of that, which I, you have action in decay. Is it, is it like, do you feel like you're kind of like now with not having to worry about getting it told in five issues, you can kind of make the action sequences a little bit longer in this book. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the action scenes, it's a, it's a completely different, what's great is it's a completely different kind of like vibe. Like the, the action decay is, it's very tense and it's very, it's very tragic. Not that this this isn't tragic, but this is going to be you can kind of like lean into it more. You can have more action. You don't need an excuse to have action. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could just you can just do it. You know, the, the plot necessitates it in, in a lot of ways. Um, And it, yeah, it's always great. It's always great when you're the, the spectacle changes, you know, and that's what's also cool, too. It's like, all right, this is going to be somebody doing like a crazy athletic feat, you know, and choose of thoughts is going to be like a visual metaphor. And then decay is going to be something like incredibly gruesome. And, it, and it's nice to be able to, um, you know, uh, tell, you know, have striking imagery in these different genres. So one of the things that we've uh, been, you know, when we read your works and, you know, been fans of your work is, is the, the, the pacing, um, you know, with the, you know, two revenge stories, uh, Decay and this, um, it seems like uh, you can take a more straightforward 
approach with the with the guys in the ring like trying to exact uh, revenge on them where in decay there was a lot of stuff that was sort of you know movements going on in the darkness and then you know there was a lot of like is this person here or you know a lot of like surprise elements but uh this is a as a different way of doing it is it sort of freeing to just be like all right this is pretty straightforward. You know, this guy doesn't like this guy. They're going to, they're going to battle it out uh, in the squared circle, as opposed to like a decay where there was, you know, you, there's a lot of sort of like tracking people down, you know, sneaking up on people, you know, back and forth uh, was a little bit freeing just to be like, all right, I get to put character A and character B in the squared circle and, and, and they duke it out. Was, was that fun for you? I think actually, um and and this is that's an interesting point so um there's a sci-fi element to the uh to the the comic book where the arenas essentially can can become like it's like augmented reality okay where they can change setting nice um and that's a big plot it's, that's gonna be a big plot point so you know any given fight can take place in a tundra or in a you know it was just kind of like a video game you know where you have the different environments and stuff like that so oh, wow, that's interesting i like that idea but please go ahead oh yeah no say it um so it's it's almost the uh, i would i would disagree i would say it's almost restricted to have it if i had to write a series where everything was like literally just wrestling mm -hmm. i i would find that a bit i would find that a bit restrictive so i like the the sci-fi element i think that's going to be the thing that kind of like takes it up a notch conceptually and then you know, some fights will just be two guys just like beating each other up, you know, as well. So it's 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 about having that uh, the flexibility in the premise. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. I, yeah, I really like that idea. And, you know, the the the, the medium of, of comics, like that's going to be a really great way to like, uh, you know, show that like, you know, page turns, um, you know, environments changing uh, locations changing like that's that's going to be a really cool thing to, to be to, to see being done in, in comics yeah no absolutely because i you know you have to do something some yeah. different yeah so this um the the creative team on this book is there any um uh returning members from from previous uh projects you've done or is this a, is this a whole new team this is a whole new team, man. Um, I got Christopher Curtis, who does jazz. Um, we we came with the story together, and then um, I ended up just just basically kind of it became its own thing. And then you know he he gave my, my blessing to continue the series. And then the artist Emilia Utera might be I'm not sure about the pronunciation. Um, I met met up with him and. Um, he just does. He does incredible. I mean, it's it's a perfect blend. Mm -hmm. Um, so much his his composition is so dynamic. Yeah, and there's there's this great scene where somebody's standing over another person, and it's just like a high up shot, almost like a forced perspective. And and none of the action scenes look boring. They're never mundane in the way that it happens. It's always something like really interesting. Yeah, no, I was appreciating you're talking about shonen manga earlier. There's a nice west, east meets west feel to the artwork. It feels like it's very heavily inspired by something shonen. Um, but also got it has those like it, it has a very almost like European sense to it as well, like with how the ink is the inks are done. Oh wow. Um 
Yeah, I really like that. Was that sort of the thing that attracted you the most was like someone who could do it like almost like a manga style? I mean, yeah, you know, I love my I love shonen manga and I, I really I do like threading that needle. I do like having those moments because it was reading manga was so essential to my um, developing like my understanding of the language. Mm. And and yeah, no, I, I, exactly. Like you, you nailed it. Like having that sort of thing. Like I definitely think the style is Western. Like I definitely think it's a Western style, but like that little the the little moments where the the Eastern style peeks through. You know, it's 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 really enjoyable. So, how do you um, you know did your writing style change from from decay? Because it seems like with um, you know fight sequences, you can you can do it one of two ways. You can sort of script it out all the way, or you can sort of like turn it over to the artist and be like, all right, we got four pages of of fighting here. Um, you know, so and so is going to get damaged, but this is going to be the outcome. Um, you know, have at it. Or did you like? Did you actually go like so and so is going to strike somebody, then they're going to grapple for a while? Like, how uh, how much of a hand did you have in designing the fight scenes? A lot, honestly. I mean, because because to me, an action scene, um, an action scene is, is still should still be about the characters, right? Mm -hmm. um if you if you have your characters multiple characters reacting the exact same way to in it like in a fight scene you either have like a really boring fight scene or like a, you know your characters aren't aren't defined well enough so every everything has beats there's always an ebb and flow or like a, a, a structure to the fight so I'm, I'm always providing that and then i think what emilio is doing is kind of taking that and like okay how do i make this visually interesting like how do i apply my style to to this essentially cool and um is emilio a, a wrestling fan do you know you know i didn't ask but maybe i should ask i mean the the you might be it's a good question um yeah it'd just be interesting that like to see sort of some of his process like if it was like hey i'm gonna uh you know i'm gonna be drawing and maybe just have like a, a you know monday night raw is on i just sort of like have that as you know sometimes as creators we have to have something else going on to sort of inspire us so i'm wondering if like if you're writing a wrestling comic if you you know sort of sit down and have it on in the background and just sort of get in the mood and maybe uh figure out how you want things to, to shape out yeah i mean he definitely captured the 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 spirit and the i mean what i what i love about wrestling so much is like the the charisma like the attitude like the abrasiveness it's it's just like it's just like you know like like rap culture metal you know uh a lot of, a lot of sports as well you know football basketball it's like that swagger that you know it just it's just to me it's like infection i, I just love seeing it he, mm. he nailed it so well yeah what yeah was it like the first time That's you right got that. uh i was just gonna say like what was it like the first time you got uh like a page and maybe more to the point, like, what was it like the first time you saw like one of the, the the first you know fight scenes in the book? What was that like for you? It was great. I mean, the third the third page, he really he really nailed it. Um, it's a scene where uh the the character I guess, I don't know I think it's called maybe it's called a power bomb, but essentially he's a, he's a kid and he's imitating um he's imitating another fighter 
and he's made like a makeshift wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. And then he's he's kind of slamming his teddy bear. And like, again, the perspective and the composition is crazy. It's so good. It's so dynamic. And I mean, I, I, I think um, I, I think it's a skill to make black and white pages because this is a black and white comic book um, to make black and white pages appear like you don't even think that they don't have cover color, you know, like you don't even realize it. And yeah. it, it, it's hard. I feel like it's hard to make that or it's a skill to make that look dynamic to, to make it look complete. And he he just knocked it out the park. You know, this is definitely one of the better um, black and white, like Western comics I've read um, in a while. Yeah. Um, so how about like uh, you mentioned that uh, it's, it's black and white. So you have you know, line art. Um, are you using the same letter that you've used in the past? No, Emilio actually actually did the did the lettering for this and there's a lot I'm, I'm glad he did because there's a lot of great moments where the lettering is a part of the environment it'll be like ah and then it'll it'll kind of show up in the in the black so okay um some of the some of the the the, the sound effects are, are incredible incredibly illustrated oh that's awesome that he's a one-person shop uh for you know that part of the comics creation you know you you got the script but then basically you guys are a two-person team there that's so that's pretty awesome yeah we got we got rock and rolling with this one uh, i think we started yeah. maybe in april okay yeah so we, we got the word wow no kidding yeah like that's amazing because i remember you you posted the first cover for decay around the time that decay uh, issue fives kickstarter wrapped up and that was like back in at the beginning of may I'm so you guys got crazy. <laughs> was it yeah, me? you got was it but you got pages and covers done like both started in April. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check, but I think I think yeah, I, yeah, yeah, around April. Yep. Um oh, that's amazing. He he worked, yeah, he worked he's 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 good. He's got a, he works at a good pace and then um you know, also, I think something that I try to do is, I mean, it can be stressful too. like this is like having different people like I'm while he's working, I can get variant artists to, to do that stuff. And it can be mm-hmm. kind of overwhelming. You're talking to like five different people about, you know, a specific project. And that's if you're only working on one, one project at a time, you know, but I think it does help in kind of keeping things moving and keeping keeping the pace up. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Were you getting like, so you had like in April, you started with pages or did you start with like character designs and everything in April? Was that like everything started then? Let me see. I think it was, I think it was end of March that we actually got started. We started with some character sheets. And um, once we got that done, I started writing because um, I really, I really, was excited about the idea. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think for me, it's, 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 a it's, you got to thread the needle right between having a consistent feel in, in narrative throughout your, throughout your, your different comic book series and stuff. Um, But, you know, you also want stuff that, works on its own like if if somebody's walking by my con table i kind of want some, a little bit of everything for them and yeah i felt like okay this definitely feels like 
to me like a a, a natural you know successor to like a decay or an intrusive thought so like i was like okay let's 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 get let's get it moving yeah that's cool yeah nice. um, so you know your background kickstarter you, you've been on kickstarter a, a few times here um what are some of the uh the things that uh you're doing the same or some things that maybe you're you're trying differently for for this crowdfunding campaign the most obvious thing would be a, a new cover. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a new direction that we're going in because again, it fits, you know, like the, the uh, abrasiveness, you know, in the, in the, the flashiness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the most obvious thing. Um, other than that, honestly, it's, it's more or less like, it's just covers for the rewards. Yeah. It's yeah. just comics. Um, I would have liked I would have liked it, it, it and it kind of goes back to like, all right, I, I, I kind of want to do like four campaigns, five campaigns a year, you know, you know, maybe six. So it's like, how much do you spend time? Do you spend on like crafting and, and getting the rewards together? It's mm-hmm. it's just a balancing act. And I think for this one, I was like, you know, I'm just going to let I'm going to make the book because now I'm going to have it ready for, you know, Baltimore. I'm going to have it ready for cons. And um, so the the actual campaign is nothing too crazy. It's not that different. But I think later I kind of want to do like trading cards and like metal covers and other stuff like that. This is like kind of the first step. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty awesome. So let's just say that I I, I, I stumble on this campaign and I haven't um, you know had a chance to check out any or your other stuff. Are you going to have like the the ability to get uh, back catalog either? um in print or or, or digital is, is that something that you're going to do here oh absolutely yeah no for sure i got i got a bunch of bundles i think i have like seven comics it the the uh early bird it's like seven comics for like 18 dollars i think oh wow oh, that's nice. a good deal yeah i'm really trying to like get the average pledge of really trying to like i mean having a back catalog is something i'm just really appreciating that's also part of the reason why i want to do this i want to i want to have more issue ones and just keep, keep, you know, keep building up that catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the the campaign is gonna it's it's live now. Uh, but what's the what's the end date of of your campaign for anybody listening? Mm-hmm. I need to do some basic math here. Is it a thirty day campaign or? I did do a thirty day campaign, so I think it's gonna be the twenty sixth of yes. July. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Math serves um, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, you, you seem to be an, an idea generator. Um, you know, we've, we've talked to you a few times about all the things that are going on. Um, you know, you have decay, you have intrusive thoughts, you have this, um, you're going to work on this for, for a bit. Uh, maybe, maybe the next time we see you, will be going back to um, one of I know Decay kind of has a, a story arc that you've completed. Um, what's, what could we possibly see next from you? I actually have a manga coming out. Either, I, I think next. Yeah, another revenge manga. Um, you know, you know, more, more revenge. Can't get enough of it. And I have a sequel. It's like a pseudo sequel to Decay as well with uh with the whole new with the whole new creative team as well a completely different visual style which is going to be very 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 cool and then um i'm actually working on i'm actually really excited about i'm I'm excited about everything obviously but like i i have this new premise that i'm working on 
that um, it's going to be a comedy. It's going to be a black comedy. So that's that's again a completely it's a completely different direction um, from what we're doing. So I think we're covering our bases as far as genre for sure. Yeah, it sounds like you know you, you mentioned earlier having something on your table for for everybody. It seems like here. Um, you know, even expanding the the possibilities with uh, with a comedy and and a, and a manga, you're going to have, you know, even more things that like you, you know, you, a lot of times people at a, at cons or at tables are like, hey, what do you like? And when that person says, oh, I like this, you're going to have plenty of options. You know, say like, hey, oh, if you like this, you'll you'll probably like this. So that uh, expanding catalog is is going to be helpful. Yeah, that was my whole thing. And it and it's definitely tough right now doing all these campaigns. Um, I think this will be my third one this year, but I think it's gonna be worth it just to get all those books. And then once I get a new fan, you know, like they have an entire they have an entire back catalog to 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 consume and digest. And like, and I what I'm really hoping is that these stories um while being individual also kind of paint a, a, a bigger picture of what, what we're trying to get across, you know, the ideas we're trying to get across. That's really awesome. Well, I'm excited uh, for this. Um, you know, it, it's, Me too, it's man. really awesome. The, the, the previews that we've seen um, as we close up, um, I'm going to no, I'm going to check in with you one final time, but uh, Anthony, where are the best places uh, online to, to follow uh, you to keep up with what you're doing? I'm on Instagram at Decay Comic, and I'm on, I'm at Twitter um at Stokes the Writer. Yeah, awesome. Well, we're gonna link uh, your IG and uh, your Twitter in the show notes along with the the Kickstarter link. Um, you, you mentioned it earlier, but let's um, let's talk a little bit about what this what this book is, what uh, the readers can expect, and what they can be looking forward to. Absolutely. So it's gonna be first off a very it's a it's a gorgeous comic book. Um, Emilio did an incredible job. It's going to be a very character-based story. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to have a lot of, it's going to have an element of fun. You know, it's going to have a lot of like pulpy stuff, like action, you know, you know, sex appeal, violence, you know, just everything you'd want in a comic anyway, for me anyway. That sounds awesome. And it, uh, you know, we, we've been treated to the, the, the press package and it, and it looks amazing as, as well. Um, Noah, uh, any final, any final thoughts or questions for Stokes uh, as we wrap up here? Yeah, it's a two-parter about the press package. Actually, I really was impressed by the animation on your on the on the your Kickstarter video. Uh, who did you get to do that? Okay, let me find that real quick. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. What's the two part? What's the what's the second part? Maybe I can answer that. The second part is uh, the music. Uh, you you included the track on the video. And it was, uh, I think you may have sent it over with the Decay uh, press package a few months ago, too. Um, really solid track, like backing track for it as well. Um, it's cool to see you, like, like you know, you incorporating a bunch of, like, sort of like a multimedia feel into your into your campaign. I know you said that you only have, like, uh, uh, covers for, um, you know, for rewards, but that doesn't, like, I mean, you, it, it feels like you guys are, you know, branching out into a lot of other different medias though just um for the campaign itself so yeah my boy kirk i think it's strawberry swisher he did that for decay i kind of repurposed it because i think i think it fit um people don't know a lot of people don't know tapper dies actually a reference to a young jeezy song 
um, from way back in the day, uh, Trap or Die. So that's that's even more kind of, you know, I, 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 you know, I love I love rap music and I love I love music. And, you know, anytime you can add like a, a reference to kind of layer the the experience for the audience, I, I really enjoy. And then the person who did the video, his name is Draw More. Uh, draw m-o-o-r-e super nice guy um you know does great work and and you know uh works really fast too oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome yeah no i really just props on the whole campaign it looks awesome the book looks awesome all the covers look cool so excited to get a get a copy myself okay absolutely yeah no we definitely i, I feel as if um the covers and again, something I try to do with covers is is try to like, I don't want two covers to look similar, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I, I also want them to tell different aspects of the comic book. And I, I feel like we did that with this one. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So as I mentioned earlier, there's going to be links to uh, Anthony's IG, uh, Twitter, and most importantly, the, the Kickstarter campaign. There'll be a Kickstarter campaign for the Cosmic Caveman. Uh, that is the first comic written by by Noah. Um, that's that's on Kickstarter now, and there'll be a previews link to to Dying Days. Um, that's coming out from Red Five Comics. I uh, am the creator, and Noah is the the letterer of that uh, book. Um, we're very excited about that as well. If you want to follow our podcast, we're on Twitter, and that is at Construct Compod. Instagram is Constructing Comics Pod and Facebook is Constructing Comics. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Please be safe, be nice to each other, and go out there and make some comics. Thank you.